0: Imagine getting a call from an elderly person who says, I am future you, and I want to share all of the regrets you're going to have in your life, so that you don't make the same mistakes. We can't talk to our future selves, but in this episode, you're going to get the next best thing. Stuck in your veterinary career and need help making change? My name is Steve O'Ely, and my mission is to help you take the next steps in your career so you can find more happiness and fulfillment in your job and your life. You're listening to Next Step Vet. Join us on our journey to a more enjoyable life. You're a veterinarian, and you're stuck. You're in a job you're not entirely enjoying, and you're coming home from work drained of energy. You went into this profession because of an interest in science, a love of animals, and nature. But if there's any passion in this current job, it's waning. Being a vet is supposed to be a dream job. So why are you unhappy? If you stay in your current position, you'll likely end up living a life of regret. Wondering, what if? What if I had changed jobs? What if I had tried something new? What if I even considered changing careers? How do you avoid living a life of regret? In today's episode, You're going to learn how to avoid living a life of regret from the very people who reach the end of their life in regret. You're going to learn what are the most likely regrets you'll have about your career when you reach the end of your life. How you can live a life true to yourself, not what others expect of you. Why you'll regret working too hard and I'll give you a simple challenge you can do today to avoid living a life of regret. In doing so, you'll take another step towards designing a career that brings you joy and fulfillment. I'm creator of Next Step Vet, Steve O'Ely. As well as being a vet, I'm also a career coach and podcaster. I was heading towards a life of regret. Working in a veterinary job I did not enjoy. Long hours, uninspiring work, and demanding clients were leaving me drained of energy at the end of each day. And my relationship was suffering as a result. I could see I was heading for a career and a life that I was going to regret. I got life coaching, identified my strengths, my values, and my interests and eventually discovered my purpose, doing a deep dive into what makes a meaningful veterinary career. I'm now a licensed coach specifically for veterinarians, helping clinical vets like you design a dream career. In the process, I have designed a career that works for me. And now I'm going to help you do the same. So how do you avoid living a life of regret? Research has shown the most common regrets in life are not the things we have done, it's what we haven't done. Bronnie Ware worked as a palliative nurse with elderly patients. Her patients were the ones that had gone home to die. In what was always their last few weeks of life, Each person understandably experienced a wide range of emotions. Denial, fear, anger, remorse, acceptance. And there was always regret. For years patients shared with her regrets they had had in their life. What probably doesn't come as a surprise to you is there were common themes. So common, in fact, that Bronnie wrote a book about it. The 5 Most Common Regrets of the Dying. What were they? Number 1. I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not what others expected of me. This is the most common regret of all. Looking back on your life and realizing how many of your dreams had gone unfulfilled, Knowing that choices you'd made meant that your dreams were left forgotten. These ideal related regrets, like settling for a stable career instead of following a passion, marrying a safe partner instead of pursuing someone you truly love, never opening a business or travelling around the world, were more painful than regrets about not living up to responsibilities. Number two, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Every single man she nursed had this regret, especially having missed seeing their kids growing up. Bearing in mind, her patients were from a generation where most women stayed at home. I can almost guarantee that in our generation, more women will reach the end of their lives having had this regret. I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Number three. I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. How often have you not expressed your feelings to avoid an uncomfortable conversation? A number of patients she saw developed illnesses relating to the bitterness and resentment they carried as a result of not expressing their feelings. The most obvious and painful one is estrangement, usually with family members as a result of a breakdown in your relationship where neither person is willing to accept are wrong. Then later down the line, both people probably hoped to reconnect, but neither had the guts to express their feelings. Another example is difficult conversations at work. I even know vets and nurses who stayed in jobs a year or two longer than they'd wanted to, just to avoid the briefly uncomfortable conversation with their manager, telling them they wanted to quit. I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. Number four. I wish I'd stayed in touch with my friends. Many had become so caught up in their own lives, they had let great friendships slip by over the years. There were many deep regrets about not giving friends the time and effort they deserved. How many of your good friends from school and college have you lost touch with? Number five. The final common regret I wish I'd let myself be happy. This is probably the most surprising one. How many people did not realise at the end of their life that happiness is a choice? Fear of change had them pretending to others and even to themselves that they were content when deep down they really wanted to be able to have more of a laugh and be silly with friends and family. So now you know what are the likely regrets you'll have in your life. How do you avoid making the same mistakes in your life and don't end your life full of regret? 1. How do you live a life true to yourself? A study showed people tend to put off action to realise their dreams, leading to a slowly accumulated disappointment. Shy Davideh psychology professor and the lead author of the study said, when it comes to our ideal related regrets, we let them linger. A year goes by, we don't do anything. Two, three, 20 years go by, and that small increment of negative builds up to a big feeling of regret. Unfortunately, a lot of times it's too late to actually do something. Do you want to know what stopped us from living a life true to ourselves? Fear of change. His advice? Don't wait for inspiration. Something you'll find is a common theme in this podcast. Take small steps each and every day towards whatever it is you want to achieve and live a life true to yourself. It is also recommended you don't worry what others think and make choices based on what your older self would think. Two. How do you avoid the trap of working too hard? We talk about this in a coming episode of Next Step Vet. Find your own work-life balance. Don't work 9 to 5, or more like 8 to 6, because that's what society tells you is the right amount of work to do. Do what works for you. Brian Robinson, a psychotherapist and author, also suggests a number of other tips to avoid overworking. Make sure you set boundaries, take breaks, and avoid multitasking. Most importantly, block time in your calendar for yourself and your relationships. We are great at making our calendars look busy, but often forget to allow time for the things that really matter. Family, friends, hobbies, exercise, even meditation. Do what works for you. Three. How do you overcome discomfort and express your feelings at work and in life? Karl Polymer, author of 30 Lessons for Living, whose team interviewed 1500 people over the age of 65 about what haunts them the most about their life choices, says people hesitate to express their feelings. Their advice? Don't wait. Say what's on your mind when the person is around. I believe this applies to both work and personal relationships. Often the thing you least want to do is the thing you most need. Express your feelings at the time. Maybe allow for a small amount of time to collect your thoughts and to frame things from the other person's perspective. If this is an area you struggle with, I recommend reading Crucial Conversations, Tools for Talking When the Stakes Are High. Four. Is it realistic to keep in touch with old friends? This is a no-brainer. Unlike the older generations where keeping in touch was genuinely hard, we don't have the same excuses. Social media makes keeping in touch so easy. I don't even need to provide research. It's so obvious friendships are important, but I'll share some anyway. The Harvard study involving following the lives of a large group of Boston men, which has been going on for over 80 years, shows that relationships have a powerful influence on our lives. Close relationships, more than money or fame, are what keeps people happy. Happy relationships are the best indicators of a long and happy life, more than social class, IQ, or even genes. What's more... Loneliness kills. It's as powerful as smoking or being an alcoholic. Even if you've lost touch with a number of your close friends, it's never too late to rekindle a friendship. Scroll down your Facebook or Instagram friends list and message two or three old friends you haven't heard from in a while. Even if you haven't heard from them in a number of years, if you were once good friends, don't convince yourself not to message them. It's as simple as saying, Hey, I was just thinking back to the time when we did, insert funny story, and I was wondering how you were getting on. It is not hard to stay in touch with old friends. Even allowing for just 30 minutes in your calendar each week to call or message a friend will be enough. So on the subject of friends bringing you more happiness than fame or fortune, it brings us to avoiding the last most common regret of the dying. How do you let yourself be happy? Happiness is a choice. Sean Aker, CEO of Goodthink, where he researches and teaches about positive psychology, shows a few ways you can let yourself be happier. And guess what? We've already talked about a number of these on Next Step Fit. Journaling. Write down three things you're grateful for each and every day and one positive experience from that day. Exercise teaches your brain that your behavior matters and releases positive endorphins. Meditation allows your brain to live in the present and daily meditation has been shown to improve happiness by about 10%. Random acts of kindness. Send a message or email to one person each and every day to either say thank you or to acknowledge something good I've done. Finally, view challenges as opportunities. What is one challenge you have faced recently? After identifying your challenge, list three reasons why this challenge is an opportunity. I'll share a quote from Rabbi Hyman Shachtel. Happiness is not about having what you want. It's about wanting what you have. It's all well and good learning what I've just shared, but what steps can you take today towards designing a career that works for you, so you don't live a life you'll later regret? In going through my own career struggles, I've developed a coaching program specifically for vets to help you design a career that works for you, based on the work of career experts, along with my own experience in the veterinary industry. In each episode of the podcast, I'll share with you one simple achievable step to help you on your own career change journey. Your next step is fear setting. Next step accepted. There's something you want to do. Maybe you want to try something out of your comfort zone. Maybe you want to quit your job. Or maybe you just want to have a conversation with your manager and make some small but realistic changes to your job description. What's getting in the way? Fear. Introducing fear setting. Based on Tim Ferriss' advice, he recommends Define. List out everything you fear about the idea of taking action. Prevent. List ways in which you could reduce the likelihood of each worst case scenario from happening. Repair. List the ways you could repair the damage if the worst came to the worst. Benefits. Write down all the positive benefits of even an attempt or partial success at taking action. Consequences. Consider all the consequences of inaction, including financial, emotional and physical. It can be helpful to look at both the short-term and long-term consequences. Action. Write down the action you will take today to take action in spite of fear. So this week, do fear setting. Next Step Accepted If you'd like a template to use for fear setting, contact steve at nextstepvet.com That's it for this episode of Next Step Vet. Three key take-homes. The most common regrets you'll have in your life Are not living a life true to yourself, wishing you hadn't worked so hard, regretting not expressing your feelings, not staying in touch with friends, and finally, regretting not letting yourself choose to be happy. You can avoid the most common regret, not living a life true to yourself, by taking action. And a strategy to overcome the fear of taking action is to do fear setting which will help you realise the benefits of taking action and the cost of inaction being far greater than the unlikely chance of a worst-case scenario. I'm host and creator Steve O'Ealy. Thanks for tuning in to Next Step Vet. If you're feeling generous, please give us a 5-star rating on Apple or Spotify. Your support is appreciated. In our next episode, we'll be talking about how not to let finances get in the way of making a career change. If you're a veterinarian interested in taking the next steps in your career, bringing you more joy and fulfillment, be sure to join our Facebook group, Next Step Vet. There, you'll meet a group of like-minded vets and receive actionable advice to help you in your career. So you can stop feeling stuck in your job and start designing a career that works for you. The link to the Next Step Vet community is in the show notes. Next Step Vet is produced by me, Steve O'Ely. Editing is thanks to Jeremy Greater. Show theme is Symbidium by WMD. And background music is created by Soundstripe. This was a production of Next Step Vet. The Veterinary Career Podcast. Helping you on your journey to a more enjoyable life.